Dalton here with the Halfway Healthy Show. We'll keep this intro real short and sweet. We have some awesome sponsors you can check out in the description of the episode. It really is the best way to support the show and keep food on my kids' plates. So let's get right into the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Halfway Healthy Show. My boy Corey and I. We're waking up early for you guys today, and we're getting this thing done on a Friday. Look at us. Rubbing the fucking crusties out of our eyes. That's right. That's right. How you doing this morning, man? I'm doing well. Um, I apologize for any noise that comes from my end. I do have people installing gutters on my house right now, and there is really loud music playing outside. La cucaracha, la cucaracha. That's hey, racist. Hey. Well, you know. I hear you. So, you, don't, you don't have any gutters on your house? No gutters. Nope. New build, dude. I didn't have a fence. I didn't have gutters. I didn't have blinds. I didn't have any of that shit. They tried to con us out of that whenever we were doing our new house. They were like, you can have a package, which is blinds, fencing, gutters. And I'm like, I I mean, I guess I said they tried to con us. They did con us because I said yes, because I wanted those things. So I said, do you know how much they charged for them? I don't. I know that it was, I think whenever I was asking around in the neighborhood, because there were some people that were like, no, fuck you. I'm doing my own fence, my own gutters, my own, like, I think it was definitely more expensive. However, the fucking hassle of having to call three different contractors, pick out the colors. And I was like, just do it. Like, I don't even care if it's an extra 10, 20%. Like it just, that's not worth the headache while we're trying to do all this other shit with the new build and trying to get the house ready. So. Yeah, Yeah, we didn't really have that much of a choice with our HOA. It was just like, this is, you have these two choices on fences and that's it. And the blinds, I'm sure we could have gone as wild as we want, but how fucking wild do you want to go with your blinds? Um, But the the gutters also, it was like, you can do these types of gutters and they can be white or they can be black. So it kind of took the choice out of it, which was not the worst thing ever. It's true. But yeah, that's, that's like the last thing going up on the house. And then I can just start fucking finding new projects probably that's right that's right speaking of projects you you gave a little psa last week about moving shit out of the the yard whenever you were doing your yard work and i thought about you yesterday because i was i was taking really good quality quality care and thought in in my uh my mowing and i weed eated barefoot so fuck you and your safety i i fucking guess so i mean we they're still doing construction around these parts, so I'm like finding nails and shit in my yard, and I don't know if somebody's planning a little sabotage or if it's just negligence, but I wouldn't recommend it. Do you? I've seen those fucking toes, man. Those things are going to just poke out a little too far, and you're going to accidentally clip the tip of one of them. Is that Actually, that's probably how you fucking clip your toenails. You take the weed eater to it. and just. I need to. That one, that one toenail that's been off four times, that, that boy is thick. Does it even grow back? Yeah. It's still does. That's a lot of damage. And it's ugly, but it grows back. Yeah, you're you're talking about stuff in your yard. Your roofers are probably like one on the roof, one in the yard. One in the roof, one in the yard. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, man. They're so nice though. They called me at six forty five this morning. They're like, hey, we're on our way. You ready for us to play some music? I was like, fuck yeah, bump it, dude. Let's go. Do what you gotta do. You're doing me a favor. Dude, speaking of that, it's like I don't know what it is about um I mean, I guess I know what it is about construction people because they, they want to fucking get in, get out, be home by noon or early afternoon because it gets hot. Mm-hmm. And uh, last night I, or yesterday, I was going on a walk in the morning. It had to be 6.45 or 7. It might have just turned 7. And these dudes are out mowing lawns with their loud fucking gas mowers. And they're we just as I'm running. And I'm like, I know Meg's back home sleeping. Like but I'm like eight houses down. But still, I'm like, I know Meg's sleeping. I know damn well there's other people in this neighborhood sleeping that are probably pissed as fuck at like 6.50. Just, just tearing well, they, up the yard. They told us when we moved into this neighborhood, this was like one of the last houses. And I don't know if they were just saying that because they wanted to make the sale. But they still have like four houses they're working on on this side they still have like three houses they're working on on this side so it's day in day out and they are like 95 percent done i mean they're like doing final coats of paint and stuff like that but the first couple months was just constant music constant you know heavy machinery but it's all right we're at the tail end and we're here now it's a beautiful thing we're stronger for it 
Damn straight we are. I like your shirt, by the way. I didn't. Uh, I didn't see that earlier. Dude, my Magic shirt. the Gathering shirt. Honestly, I don't even know like the characters that are on it. Like this must be some either. old school stuff. There's but fifty fifty thousand unique cards. So uh, is that yeah. true? Yeah, I just heard it yesterday on a podcast. Um, I wasn't listening to a Magic podcast. Okay, but they were talking about Magic and they were just mentioning. I don't. This doesn't look good for me, and I understand that, but. Um, they were just talking about how many unique cards there was with 50,000, which is pretty crazy. I wish I could say something, but I'm where the one wearing the shirt. So, yep. you know, who's uh, really in the wrong. That's true. Fuck you, dude. All right. What do you got this week for us, Corey? What kind of story? There's, yeah, there's a story last week that I was going to share, but we were already too deep. Um, you know, in the Lord of the Rings, they talk about the dwarves who, who uh, dug too deep and too greedily, and they unleashed the Balrog on themselves. Um, we just we dug in a little too deep last week. We couldn't bring up this topic because I feel like we're going to go on a tangent about it. But well, hey, before, my... you, before you go, you reminded me on Lord of the Rings two things. One, I'm almost I'm finishing The Hobbit for the first time. Fantastic book. I I read like the first two chapters in college, and I was like, this book sucks, and I put it down, which I was very wrong. It's a great book, but Number two, just quickly, we just finished the new, it's not new anymore, but like the House of Dragons, the Game of Thrones series. I'm interested, have you, have you watched the Lord of the Rings series? Man, you really just took that off on a tangent. You, well, you asked me you what I wanted to talk about, and now here we are. Is. Okay. <laughs> we're, bringing it, we're bringing it right back to the final On a, on a completely world. different topic. Yeah, I've, I watched the Rings of Power. I watched the House of Dragons. I've read which one, the Which one's Hobbit. better? Yes to all of them. What's Let's, better... The House of Dragons or Ring of Power? Yeah. I mean, I do have a special place in my heart for the Lord of, Lord of the Rings, obviously. Um, and I have a little bit of a bitter taste in my mouth from how Game of Thrones ended. Yeah. Honestly, if the House of Dragons would have just come out and Game of Thrones wouldn't have been a thing, it would be a fucking hit. People would love it. You know, I think they're going in with that bias. It's a good and point. yeah, maybe it wasn't as exciting, but... If you go back to the first season of Game of Thrones, it was a lot of character building and all the mm -hmm. introductions and stuff like that as well. Uh, Rings of Power, I do feel like it's just there's a lot of movies doing that now. There's so much content that people want to film, like Dune, for example. The entire first movie of Dune was just a whole bunch of nothing. Just people getting fucking sand in their cheeks, and that's it. And nothing happened. No, no one did anything. And so now they're just set up for the second book. It's like, just get to the point kind of. Right. So I feel like Rings of Power was kind of like that. But I mean, the cinematography was great. The music was fantastic. It was obviously a high budget project. So I enjoyed it for what it was, you know, was every character who I would have wanted to be cast? Eh, probably not, but I don't really get to make those decisions. So I'm going to live with it. You thought House of Dragons was better though. It sounds like. Um, I, I did like House of Dragons. Yeah, I got okay. nothing against it. I, you're the second person that's told me that, that they like, they thought they were both good, but they liked House of Dragons a little better. So, yeah. which kind of sucks because I watched House of Dragons first, but we'll see. Anyways, let's roll back. Or, rewind. Rewind. All right. So we're talking families that steal the show because you and I could talk for fucking days about this. Mm -hmm. If you are a family member... And you are accompanying somebody to their doctor's appointment, or in our case, their physical therapy appointment, or really any big event in their life. Don't steal the fucking show. Nobody will like you. We won't like you. That's a certainty. So I have a 22-year-old patient who we don't get very often. You know, you, you rarely get the young ones. And so I already knew that there was going to be something different. Uh, she was messing around on a retaining wall, fell, broke her leg. Mm kind of a side story within it she goes to the hospital they're like you're fine we took imaging there's nothing wrong go home pain got worse and worse and worse she ended up presenting to our emergency department and they're like yeah you have a you have a complete displaced tibial fracture mm. and they had sent her home and she was just at home for 24 hours with pain medicine i know uh fantastic fantastic uh differential diagnoses there um, so she ends up getting an ORIF, so an open reduction internal fixation. They basically just put a bunch of pins in, making sure that everything's in place. She's non-weight bearing, so I'm teaching her how to use the cam boot, um, teaching her how to use crutches, going up and down stairs, you know, all that sort of stuff. Meanwhile, Auntie Jemima or Auntie whoever comes in and 
completely steals the show in the middle of our in the middle of our treatment. I'm trying to get this done, and if I remember, it was at the very end of the day too. So she comes in all crooked. She had like a 90 degree scoliosis in her spine, so just completely like offset to the right. Um, and all she wants to do is just talk about all the therapy that she's had in her life and everything that's gone wrong with her and this poor 22 year old's like nauseous from being out of surgery. Cause I went and saw her same day. So she's nauseous out of being surgery. She just wants to rest. She has this family member who's like taking up my time. I'm sitting in there listening to this lady talk for like 20 minutes and she goes to unveil her entire life story, which is pretty interesting, but nonetheless, don't be that person. It's not your time. I always get it wrong. I want to call it plum, but it's actually prune belly syndrome. Have you ever heard of prune belly syndrome? No. So it's also known as Eagle Barrett syndrome. And yes, I am like referencing my paper because I don't remember all of the names that I had for it. But prune belly syndrome, I had never heard of it before. It's a congenital disorder where it's either partial or complete absence of your abdominal muscles. So you have absolutely no support. In your girdle, in your like trunk, holding all your organs like in. Just rectus abdominis or like no? No, I'm talking I, no abdominal muscles is from what I understand. Whoa. I'm talking nothing. Like they have to, it has to be constructed, you know, at birth or shortly after birth. So super interesting. So the three things, prune belly syndrome, partial or complete absence of your abdominal muscles. In boys, it's failure for the testes to descend. Um, and then there's also a bunch of urinary malformations. So the, the primary one that I saw was an extended bladder, which is opposite of what my boy Dalton has. My boy Dalton has got that preemie bladder. How many times have you pissed Boys today? You've been tight. up for what? You've been up for what? An hour and a half? You must have pissed Two seven hours. times already. No, I think I'm probably, I'm probably up four, three or four. It's wild. It's hey, wild how much we'll you see. urinate. I do. I urinated at a patient's house yesterday on the floor. Yeah. So, oh, that's a lot of damage. Keep I going. got pissed on yesterday. I can tell you that story if you want to hear it later. Aye, aye, aye. Um, but so prune belly syndrome, this lady's talking to me about these 40 plus surgeries that she's had. And there's probably seven people in this little dank hospital room. It's so hot. No one wants to be in there. Everyone's just trying to leave. And she's just telling me her whole story about how she had to have cosmetic genital surgery as a kid. She was uh, born with imperforate anus. Yeah. She was born without an asshole. So she's telling me about how my doctors had to make me a vagina and they had to make me an asshole when I was a kid. And I was born without any abdominal muscles. And also my back curves 90 degrees. And I'm just saying, I just, I want to get, I want to get your niece home. I, and in fact, I just want to kind of be done with today, but what are your thoughts? And I know you have experiences. What are your thoughts on patients coming in and stealing the entire show? Yeah. I mean, it's, it fucking, it sucks, obviously. It and sucks. I, yeah. And I think the, clearly this lady just like wanted somebody to hear her story and she's, I mean, fuck, I feel, I feel for her. Cause that sounds like it's awful. And she's probably had a very painful and exhausting life but uh you know you imagine she probably does this at the barbecue she probably oh does yeah this at the dmv she probably does you know what i mean and it's like that's just she's probably one of those people that identifies as like that like that is her identity you know which again yeah. is, is sad unfortunately but you know people do it in different ways you know with uh making it about them right and i think ultimately it's probably not their intention it's just kind of who they are but you know people do it whenever they just talk about their financial situations or their their three previous husbands that's husbands that have died oh always like, relationships know, yeah yeah and so it's, it's just different ways to bring it up that maybe they you know they just they want a little attention right and it's like we all want a little attention i mean we're fucking both on camera talking to each other right now but like i think it's just different people have different uh uh, intentions with that and they don't they don't have that filter that's like oh this is about my niece who just fucking broke her leg let's just yeah. talk to this let's talk to this young strapping chap with a beard and, and let him know about my Strapped. my loss of of asshole yeah keep that thing on me oh no it's actually it was a gain of an asshole at the end of the day it's a good it's story true. she gained right. an asshole 
That's you know, and one. and I do feel like I need to backpedal because now hearing you say it, it's like, yeah, that is kind of cruel. Somebody telling, you know, spilling their life story to you and you thinking, I just really want to go home, you know. So I, I mean, I, I will say you, that it, it got to for those who think I'm an asshole. One, I am two. It was such a lengthy discussion. She ended up another thing. She had to have a colonoscopy or not a colonoscopy. Those are just what you do in the bedroom, right? Just a yes. quick colonoscopy. No, she had a colostomy placement. And she went as far to not only show me her colostomy, but also unhook it, show me her stoma, show, show me how to clean it out, show me how to put it back on. And all the while, I did not ask a single question to see any of it. So it's just, it's it was nice. way more to do with, yes, no, I, and I would have the time. I'm a person. I'll listen to you if you need to bespoke you know if you need somebody to lean on and talk to about this stuff great but when it goes that far and it's like you just showed up in the middle of my treatment and now you're literally unhooking your bag of shit from your stomach and airing it around and trying to show me and it's like i'm I just i'm just trying to do my job here right let me see what, me see what that thing do see what that mm. do. and we no, all I know think... the burp the bag oh. that that is a smell you will you cannot get out of your nose. So for those who don't know, when someone has a colostomy, so a colostomy is, you know, there's many different reasons why someone would get it. You know, most common what we see in the hospital is like a small bowel obstruction or diverticulitis or something like that, where there's something wrong with the gut, where it's either obstructed or damaged, and they need to reroute your colon so that you can defecate into a bag on your stomach to allow for healing or surgery or whatever that might be. Sometimes it's temporary, other times it's permanent. And uh, you still get all those gases that build up. So, you know, we take for granted our little toots throughout the day. But imagine if all of those toots were just being collected in a bag on your stomach. And every once in a while, you got to open that thing up and release the air. And that's called burping the bag, baby. Why, why don't they call it farting the bag? I guess it doesn't sound as good. But whenever you call it burp, it almost, it almost makes it more gross. It does me. make it a little more you vile know? for sure. Because you're burping the bowel gas. And there's oh, just dude, nothing. Gets, I got the chills nothing... twice because I've I just <laughs> been a couple times. I mean, it's, I mean imagine, farts are bad enough, man. Now, a fart that's been collecting and just stewing in a bag of hot poop, those farts are even worse. Now, here's a thought, though. Would you consider... I'd probably having... do it. I already know well, it. I'm freaky enough. Would you consider having no changes in your in your bowels whatsoever, right? So everything is the same. You still go shit in the toilet. Nothing is wrong. But this doesn't seem like your, a terrible thing so far. All of your gas is distributed to this bag, right? So you can just then go fart wherever you want or burp, sorry, wherever you want. You don't, <laughs> it's not, it's not uncontrollable. It's not like, oh, I'm about to fart. Like I, this is a bad time. Like you just, you have that choice. You have total control. Exactly. You have total control, but you don't lose the use of your bowels. All it is, is just your gas has been diverted to this bag. Would you do it? Would I do that? No. Okay. I prefer, I prefer letting out my air the old fashioned way and just crop dusting every old person I walk by. Walking around with your cheeks clenched, tiptoeing because you're in a bad situation. Every time there's a child who's about hip height, just fucking, just giving them pink eye, walking right right by. That's right. Yeah, man, those are, and I think going back to what you were saying, I don't think anybody would say that what you, the way that you describe that situation is like you being the asshole. I think the way I painted it was just to like try to feel like just, I was trying to put myself in her situation. And I think that it's obviously a sad situation. However, I am also sitting here in the comfort of my own home, not having worked today. And if I, was in that situation and it was like the end of the day, I a hundred percent would be like, I don't want to hear this. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, you're a human and it's fucking, if you're there to do your job and somebody else is like t- stealing the show, like you said, yeah, it's frustrating. So I don't think yeah, you're, and you're an asshole at all. And like I said, that's the, uh, unfortunately it happens often, but I just try to look at it as like, okay, this person is just, they're lonely, they're sad, or they just want to, they want some attention for their life of fucking misery, which is yeah. honestly, I mean, that sounds like, it sounds like a miserable uh, way to have to go through life, having to have all those surgeries and things. So feel for, but God, is that annoying? Yeah. It's, and it's one of those things too, where 
out the uh, orthopedics at our hospital, you know, they do surgeries all day. And the expectation is we go and see them same day of surgery, which means most of them are coming to sometime after lunch. And so we're always having people added onto our schedule. So you kind of come into the day and you have your schedule and you, you know, are prepared for what you're going to tackle. And then anytime you have stuff added onto that at the end of the day, it's like, Hey, this patient just came out. We need you to see them too. It's like, I had an idea of what today was going to look like, and now it's even longer. And now I have to go and sit and have somebody burp their bag in my fucking mouth. Great. This is ideal. Yeah, it's gross. Thank you, Momentus, for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. Momentus specializes in sports nutrition products designed to optimize your active life. They are trusted by experts like Dr. Andrew Huberman, Dr. Kelly Starrett, and over 150 professional and collegiate sports teams. Momentus takes pride in having the highest quality ingredients that are backed by rock-solid science. Still questioning their track record? Let me set it straight for you. Over 72% of NFL teams consistently purchase products from Momentus. When you're ready to grab some of the highest quality products on the market, go to livemomentous.com and use code Dalton15 at checkout to get 15% off your purchase. Again, that's livemomentous.com and use the code Dalton15 at checkout to get 15% off. Thanks again for Momentous for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. This episode is also sponsored by Neurogum. If you're tired of ripping through pot after pot of coffee, then you need to check out Neurogum. They have a range of gum and mints, so you can choose the flavor of your liking from classic peppermint to honey lemon and cinnamon. They come packed with caffeine, B vitamins, and my favorite, L-theanine. The theanine is a natural way to decrease those negative side effects that we get from drinking too much coffee, like jitters and anxiety. I notice whenever I use NeuroGum while I work, I get a little boost of energy and focus that's even better than coffee, which is saying a lot because Papa is a coffee addict. The best part is they offer a full refund, no questions asked, if you aren't completely happy with your purchase. Right now, exclusively for halfway healthy listeners, you can get 15 to 20% off their bags of gum or mints. If you just head on over to tryneurogum.com slash Dalton, that's tryneurogum.com slash Dalton, D-A-L-T-O-N, to claim your 15 to 20% off. Thank you, Neurogum, for sponsoring this episode. Speaking of trying to put put myself in other people's shoes i hadn't it's actually happened to me yesterday i had a lady she's about 85 we'll say and i just asked her you know hey got any plans this weekend and she just looked at me and smiled and goes you know just trying to keep breathing and i was like you know it was harmless but then i just kind of laughed and started thinking about it and i kind of took that home and talk to my wife and I was just going to ask you too. It's like, it is pretty crazy to think about putting yourself in that headspace. Cause like, I don't think about that at all. Right. But like when you're 85, you literally are like, I just, especially if you're doing okay, you're like, I just want to keep living, but I don't know. I could be here another week or another 10 years. Right. Like, but you don't, you don't really know. So it's like, yeah, just trying to fucking keep breathing. It was just a weird place to put my mind of like, yeah, that's just crazy to like one day we're going to be like that. Like we're going to wake up and be like, yeah, fucking glad I'm here today. Cause I don't know. I may. And of course, I, obviously you never know. We might not be here tomorrow, but like you don't really have that fear when you're 29 or when you're 35, 41, whatever you kind of think about it. But when you're 85, you're like, yeah, I'd like to still be here tomorrow. That's kind of my main goal. Fuck. It just started hit me, hit me weird. You know? Yeah. Or just other low level goals. A lot of the goals that I see in our profession is like, I'm just, I'm trying not to fall, getting through a day without falling. Like I couldn't imagine living my life in a way that's like, I have to watch everything I do. I have to check every corner. I have to slow down. I have to be deliberate about my movements. You know, it's like, that's some people's existence is just trying not to fall because they fall, they die or something mm-hmm. like that. Or um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's a weird, I guess it's a weird place to put your mind and just think about how slowly everybody does everything too. Just think about how much you can get done. You can't get anything done in a day. You go and you're working home health with a patient and you walk with them. Sometimes it takes them five minutes to go from their couch to their fridge and their, their fridge is 15 feet away and it's an exhaustingly slow speed. And so 
but for them, that's their workout for the day. So yeah, it, it is a weird place. I guess I've never really put myself in their shoes, just thinking like, yeah, I'm just going to take it one breath at a time and it just try. I guess what up, am like, I doing? Trying to keep breathing. Yeah, what am I doing today? I don't know. I'm just trying not to die. I guess. Right, but that's like it's. I think it's such a, it's such a valuable thing to at least contemplate, even if, of course, you have no immediate danger. It's just like a. It's just such an interesting place to put your conscious and like, fuck. This person has lived eighty five years, and now is just in survival mode. Is like I could go tomorrow again. Could go in ten years, but I'm just I'm here. I'd like to keep breathing this weekend. Also, is that a good place to be if that's all you have to look forward to? Is like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take one breath and then I'm gonna I'm gonna take another one after that and then I'm no, just gonna I'm gonna take I, it from there. I will say and and definitely like if you took that if you took that statement out of context, it definitely seems like that. But she smiled and was like laughing and it's like okay. so I, I knew she playful was just it. kind of playful. But also again, it's it's not it is true. She's like I'm eighty five, just plan on keep breathing, right? Like that's like that's the goal, right? But it, it is on that note, though, I had a similar situation that happened to me a couple of years ago that was just fucking awful, but same sort of situation. This guy had his, his wife passed away, um, and he was in his 90s, uh, but his wife passed away. They were super, super close. And um, I asked him, I was like, he lived at this assisted living facility. And I was like, hey, do you go up there and, you know, what are you doing on your spare time? Do you go up there and do any of the games or do you go listen to the people they bring in or anything like that? And he goes... No, uh, I just exist waiting for God to take, waiting for God to take me home. Yeah. And I was like, Jesus Christ, man. He's like, I'm just waiting for God to take me home. And, and I'll just, just putting it lightly. I saw him multiple times over the, the next two years. So it's like, he didn't just pass like very soon after that. Right. So it's like he, and I don't know if I'm not saying he's dead now, I don't know, but I'm just saying that like, it wasn't like he was on his way out. He just was like, I just exist. And that fucking hit me. I was like, God damn, man. That's and there are and there are those people, especially in those assisted living facilities, or as people start to lose a little bit of that cognition, that do just exist. They sit in the same chair and they stare at the same spot on the wall, waiting for somebody to come to feed them meals a couple times a day. Maybe change their die die when they go to the bathroom, and that's what they do all Dude. day. Is they just sit and don't recognize anything. Pull and that's my plug. Insane. Pull my plug. Feed me to the bears. And you didn't have to be wild bears. Take me to the zoo. Let it be a. a, a excursion no that'd be people have to participate in a, a, a uh attraction making an attraction oh, are we talking about like a harambe 2.0 situation sure or the the lions the bears i guess it would be up to me I, I feel like if anything i should be able to make that decision shouldn't be just purely off of entertainment value i should be able to decide whether it's the bears the lions or the or the gorillas you can but, give me medical power of attorney i feel like i could be trusted with it you know you go in with a with a common cold i was gonna say he, did, he didn't yeah. want to live like this Yeah, i would go in and they were like yeah we're just doing a, a hip replacement you know it's, it wore out a little early and Corey's like listen he would want this let's just let's take him to the zoo mm -hmm. to the bears he doesn't yep. he doesn't want give, this give me an extra give me an extra pillow in five <laughs> minutes right yeah we'll take care of this hip he's not gonna <laughs> feel it ever again yeah dude no pain baby no pain that's right but yeah, I don't know, man. I think recently that's just been, I've been trying to put myself in those situations a little bit more just to, not even as like something to sit and ruminate on and let it like pester in the back of my head, but just, just to, you know, it's, that's almost 60 years from now. Right. And hopefully I make it that long and I'm fucking healthy and I've got a family and friends and shit, but like, God, there are some, just some lonely existences out there and it's yeah. to, to think about, but it's, I think it's, again, it's beneficial to at least put your mind there because then it makes you appreciate this fucking life, the way you feel, the way I can get down on the floor and back up if I want to, you know, go on a jog, I can go work out like shit that people can't do or haven't allowed themselves to be able to do in their older age. So just I'm thankful, Corey. Thankful. I'm thankful for you today. And uh, it is good to just recognize that sometimes though, that is where we're all going to be. We are not permanent fixtures. We are, you know, not infinite. We are in finite bodies. And I don't think that we have to sit and like be depressed about like, oh, what does it matter? I'm going to die anyways. But it's good to just have those thoughts so that you don't take everything for granted. And because I've been seeing, 
younger and younger people coming through the hospital. You know, I'm getting 35 year olds with these brain bleeds and strokes and heart failure. And it's just insane to think like, you know, that's me in five years or something like that. And that's that's a scary place to be. And another, another thing, like a more proactive point is like, you know, thinking about these people who are miserable in their older, in their elder years, like, let's fucking do something about it now. Like make it to where even the smallest things you continue to do that way you don't end up miserable in your seventies, eighties and nineties. Right. And it's something super simple as like going on a, a daily walk or getting on the ground and getting back up or just like not getting frail and weak. Right. Like there's very avoidable circumstances that you can stay away from, but just got to start now. And I think, again, that's another, another reason why I think it's beneficial to at least put yourself in those situations. If you're, uh, if you're at that age where your parents are getting a little older, they're starting to move a little slower, send them our way. We'll fix right. them up. We'll make sure that they have all the information they need to stay independent, healthy, and happy. Uh, yeah. Well, the, deep into deep into their 100s. Yeah, I'm, and I'm going to do – I've got two, two videos that I want to make here pretty soon just to give the audience a little bit of a tidbit of things that I've kind of – I would say the two most important things right now and the most uh, – accessible things that everybody should be doing, but let's just say specifically your parents. So like people in their, I mean, I guess people don't listen to this that are in their before they're 20. I don't know. We'll see. But anyways, people in their like late forties, early fifties, sixties, whatever people who are hopefully still able to move how they want, make sure your parents are on a fucking walking program. You don't have to call it a program, but just make sure they go on walks. Just make sure they walk once a day at least. And then make sure you get on the ground every day. And it's easy for me because I got two fucking two-year-olds who are always on the ground and I try to sit on the ground at least once a day anyways. But the ability to get up off the ground is something that you would be amazed, just completely stops. It's like a roadblock. Whenever people get to like 65, 70 for the most part, unless they stay active, then you get people who like, they will have the smallest fall and they're like, I was on the floor for three and a half hours. Yeah. I couldn't get up. And I'm like, and, and this is people who let's say they didn't even break a hip or they didn't break a, like whatever. They just were like, I fell and I can't get up. And it's been or three the and a half unknown hours. amount of time, right? Somebody, they yes. don't know the last, last time they were seen by someone was last week. And we just pulled them out of their house. They were on the ground covered in their own feces. Like who knows how long yeah. they were down. And there's actually a lot of research that directly links your ability to be able to get off the ground with your mortality. Yep. So and or wait, isn't it get being able to get up off the ground without using your hands? I think so. I'm pretty yeah, sure is it, what it is. And yeah, then regardless, has like see, this crazy link with, to mortality. So yes. and and you see I, people who have who have fallen, and you and they're the people that were there for an unknown period of time, or there for hours and hours. And you ask them like, when's the last time that you were on the ground and got up like by choice? And they're like, oh, I, no never. idea, no idea, yeah, never, right? And it's like maybe with grandkids, but even then. Everybody knows the grandparents that are like not as interactive or they don't get down on the floor. They're always sitting in their chair. So it's like, and it's so simple. Like you literally just sit down and get back up at least once a day. Whether you spend some time watching TV on the ground, whether you just sit down and cross your leg, kick your feet out, put your feet to the side, who gives a shit? Just get down on the ground and get back up and do it every day. And if you start doing that now, especially when you're in your 20s, but then if, even if you're in your 40s or 50s, you may be making a little, uh, 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 you may fucking let out a little a little bottom burp, but mm. you're gonna at least you're gonna at least get some mobility in those hips. You're gonna feel better, and it's gonna prevent you from having this shit that we're talking about, where you get old and you get miserable. Yeah, so my my parents are retiring this year, and something my wife and I did for them was we bought them walking shoes, and. Nice. Yes, that we bought them the expensive, nice ones. So yeah, you have to shovel that money out. But once they got it, they were excited about it. You know, yeah. like, oh, these are the most comfortable shoes I've ever worn. And now it's like a thing. They go out, they take their shoes out. They'll send us pictures. Oh, wearing your shoes, going out for a walk. So it's something as simple as, yeah, mm-hmm. the shoes cost me 130 bucks or 120 bucks or whatever it might be. But now my parents are excited about getting out and moving. So that's kind of a small price to pay, you know. I wouldn't be able to find somebody to go and take them for a workout for that price, you know, and now they're going and doing it themselves. So I think the walking program is a fantastic one. Just movement in general. How about if you're already concerned about your grandparents or your parents and they're frail at commercial breaks, stand up three times from your chair. 
wherever you're sitting, couch, recliner, whatever it is, just stand up three times. One, two, three, sit back down at the next commercial break, stand up three times or walk a loop around the house or something like that. It's incredible just getting up and moving what that can do for you. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Is it time? I hope so. Let's fucking break out the five minutes to health, everybody. This Let is us. where we do a little dive into the five things that I feel were the most exciting, entertaining, enjoyable health contents of the week. Here we go. This is your five right. COVID is old news. Can we get something new to freak out about? Bring in disease X. No, no, not Elon's new thing. I want something spicier. News spread about a UK government agency working on a vaccine for a disease X. Anti-vaxxers and jab enthusiasts alike were in uproar over this. And there we go again. It's the bark without the bite. Another example of a doom and gloom headline that we're going to crush on this channel. The new name disease X is actually not new. It's been around for five plus years. It just means it's an unknown disease from an animal, kind of like COVID in that promiscuous bat. They are simply working on a defense against diseases that move from animals to humans. It's just preparation. I don't care what side of the argument you're on. Can't we all agree that a little preparation would be nice? Let's just take a deep breath and move on to worrying about more important things like convincing your wife that toilet paper should roll from the top, not the bottom. Next. TikTokers around the country have allegedly found a new way to make their skin balloons grow. Bee pollen. Many influencers made videos claiming that their breasts got bigger after taking bee pollen. Now, before the mosquito bite club gets too excited, there unfortunately is no evidence to support this claim. Your cup size is strongly linked to hormone levels, genetics, weight gain, and weight loss, all of which we have absolutely no insight on into these girls that were on TikTok. Now, they aren't alone. You can also find some men with very strong claims around bee pollen and increasing fertility. Maybe there's something there. I don't know. But again, there's no studies on this. The people I saw touting this were also the ones that were selling bee pollen. So, you know, we walk in a little skeptical on that one. Bee pollen could be fine, obviously, if you aren't allergic to pollen. But these claims are probably too good to be true. Next. A viral video circled the web about the negatives of hitting the snooze button. Mel Robbins stated that you should never hit the snooze button because of sleep inertia. She says, if you hit that snooze, you're going to be in deep sleep in nine minutes and wake up even more tired. Well, guess what, Mel? That's not fair. Let me be the snooze advocate. Some people take that nine minutes and turn into what feels like a century of sleep and they feel reborn. And what if you woke up already? in the middle of your sleep cycle anyways, then what? Then you're probably gonna be a little sleepy and that extra few minutes could be what you need. Also, I know you know that there are outliers, Mel. Some people like to snooze and they feel great when they do. So if you snooze and lose, quit snoozing. But if you can snooze and cruise, snooze on, Captain. If you're young and you have issues with kidney stones, I bet you I can guess why. It's a dirty little secret, but I'll say it, sugar. A recent study showed that people who consumed a quarter of their calories from sugar were 88% more likely to get a kidney stone. Now, for those of you that are thinking, oh, that's insane, a quarter of my calories for a 2000 calorie day, that's only three Cokes, that's it. So when you consume a high level of sugar in your diet, here's what happens simply, consuming sugar increases the amount of calcium in your urine, which can lead to the formation of kidney stones. Now, I'm not demonizing sugar, just the amount of sugar, especially if you're a heavy consumer and I've had kidney stones. The dose makes the poison always. And it seems that the more and more sugar you consume, you may be more likely to have kidney stone issues. Next, is everyone tired of hearing about intermittent fasting yet? I am. And I did it every single day for two years. Over 700 days of intermittent fasting taught me one thing. I really like breakfast. I was a victim of getting riled up by my favorite online gurus and famous people talking about intermittent fasting. I followed it blindly and was absolutely no better off because of it. 
I struggled in the gym, struggled to put on muscle, and I missed my favorite meal of the day, breakfast. Now, breakfast isn't for everyone, and that's fine. But intermittent fasting isn't either and shouldn't be forced on everyone. So you're also getting nearly zero benefit from fasting for only 16 hours, except for one major point. You eat less. It's harder to overeat when you only give yourself a little window. If it works for you, great. But let's stop shoving it down everyone's throat with exaggerated claims. Also, shout out to my breakfast stands out there. That's a wrap, boy. Thank you, Purple Carrot, for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. Are you tired of the same old boring meals every week? Do you want to eat healthier but don't know where to start? And it's time to try Purple Carrot. Purple Carrot is the plant-based meal kit company that makes it easy and delicious to eat more vegetables. With Purple Carrot, you'll receive weekly deliveries of pre-portioned ingredients and recipes that are designed to be easy to follow and delicious to eat. Each recipe is created by professional chefs and features fresh, seasonal ingredients that are packed with flavor and nutrition. And because all of their meals are plant-based, you can feel good about what you're eating and the impact it has on the environment. So why wait? Sign up for Purple Carrot today and start enjoying delicious, healthy meals that will make you feel great from the inside out. As a special offer for our listeners, by clicking the link in the description, you can get 30% off of your first three boxes. Again, just click the link in the description and you'll get 30% off your first three boxes with Purple Carrot. Eat responsibly. Zbiotics. Are you tired of the negative effects that alcohol can have on your body the morning after? Do you wish there was still a way to enjoy some alcoholic beverages? Well, there just might be. Zbiotics is the world's first genetically engineered probiotic drink that helps you break down and process alcohol without the negative side effects. It's like having a personal bodyguard for your gut. Zbiotics is backed with over 10 billion CFUs of scientifically backed probiotics that work to optimize your body's natural alcohol processing capabilities. And it has added electrolytes and vitamins, which makes it the perfect drink to enjoy before a night out. I know for myself, it drastically improved the way that I felt waking up the next morning after having a few too many drinks with my friends. So why not give Zbiotics a try and experience the benefits of a healthier, happier gut? As a special offer for our listeners, you can go to zbiotics.com and use the code DALTON10 at checkout to get 10% off of your order. Again, that's zbiotics.com and use code DALTON10 for 10% off your first purchase of Zbiotics. Cheers to a healthier way to drink. Watching you grow as a performer is erotic, and I'm very proud to be here. Thank I'm proud so of you, man. Thank you so much. I've been taking uh, and I've been taking three acting classes a day, and uh, they're not paying off yet. But I hope after three or four years they'll they'll make three or four more years. Jesus Christ, bro! Let's expedite this. I'm doing. It's like acting classes are costing me forty thousand a month, and so after three or four years, it'll be quite a big investment. But I think it'll be worth it. Just pull it from the Healthy Birds card. It's already on you, there, baby. You know we're good. We for are in it. massive debt. <laughs> massive yeah um dude let's break this shit down let's start from let's the top it. disease x tell me is there even is did you did you, you see about this because i didn't i, I just... hate i have not heard anything about this so my question is i also didn't hear you saying that there were actually any cases is this a thing that no. there's as actually out there okay no, and that's so what this i was is saying hypothetical. it is a hypothetical and again here's the here's the big the big headline was they are making a vaccine for a disease x so everybody of course fucking losing their mind they're like they can't stick me with another needle blah 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 and then it's like if you just dig in a little bit where it's that's what you know what we do on the show a lot of times is take the fucking doomy gloomy headlines that are just a bunch of nonsense trying to get clicks and say hey listen it's probably nothing you got to worry about and that's basically what this is it's like people were losing their mind again if you look at it pretty closely you can read one article and see that what they are doing is that one this disease x was created over five years ago to basically just say they're calling it disease x that the disease doesn't exist but it's in the family of diseases that move from animals to humans which happens often and they're getting worse or we're at least seeing cases of things that are you know worse like covid swine flu bird flu actually don't know shockingly uh bestiality is also on the rise too maybe that's a link i don't know (laughs) but yeah so basically what they're saying is that this disease x is just a it's a 
it's a, a name for a class of possible diseases that don't exist yet. However, they have a commonality, which is they come from animals to humans. So now they've, there's a government funded agency in the UK who is now working on developing a vaccine for a disease that doesn't exist yet. But again, it's in that family. So they have an idea of what it could be. So they're basically just preparing. And then if, and when something happens, they then have like a, a structure or like a foundation to work on that they can then alter for that specific one. Right. Does that make sense? And that's all good it is. Luck. Just... Good luck getting me to take that. I'm going to start eating <laughs> fucking biscuits and tea if I take a UK vaccine and my kid will get autism. I don't know. I'm not I'm not against him at all. I don't necessarily think that the uh, COVID vaccine was made. You know, that was obviously a scramble. So I don't I think exactly. things could have been done better if we had the time. And I feel like that's what they're trying to solve here. So, yes. And that's why I said for everybody who's bitching about the, the COVID vaccine, they're literally just doing their due diligence and trying to get ahead of the game or ahead of the yeah. curve. So that's what I'm I saying is like see. whether you're whether you're pro or anti-vax for the COVID vaccine. I don't give a fuck. All I'm saying is that I think we can all agree, whether you are on either side of that, that you would have ideally loved for there to be a little bit more time involved, right? A little bit more preparation. And now they're doing that. And everybody's like, fuck you. I'm not taking this vaccine. It's like, doesn't exist yet. You're okay. It's just, it's a, a friendly preparation, right? Just a little preparation H. That's, That's what right. we're talking about. But now what we're talking about is some big old fucking tits. If I take bee pollen, what's it going to do to my man boobs? And that's the question. The answer is probably nothing. And well, I saw some, I saw some rather convincing videos where people were like, uh, you know, there was, there was quite a bit of people that were like, I took this and it made them bigger. And then you have, again, on the male side, people saying that it was all about like, increasing fertility and sex drive and all of these things. Here's my big takeaway from it. It seems like I'm not writing off bee pollen because there were plenty of things that show that it's extremely high in like in, in vitamins. I don't know exactly which vitamins, but it was just saying that it was a it's a very nutritious food or source of uh, of these vitamins. And likely what was happening is that the people that were maybe having benefits, if if it had anything to do with the bee pollen, it was probably because they were uh they, they weren't properly nourished with vitamins. So they had like a deficiency that this helped. Right. So it's like, okay. then their hormones were more unbalanced and then they were having, uh, you know, the size or whatever. Right. But so is it like an estrogen booster then? Like they finally just so, have regulated estrogen and so, so their not, body's returning. So itself would not be an estrogen booster, but it could, it, there's so many links to the proper estrogen levels. Right. But being malnourished or having improper, you know, a, a deficiency in your vitamins could lead to a lower, you know, lower level of hormones, which could be directly linked to the breast size. But again, it's just, there's so many links. There's so many steps involved to get to that point. You can't say it was the bee pollen necessarily. We also don't know. It's like these girls were saying that a lot of them were like, I've been taking this for eight months or 10 months. Right. And it's like, you know, did they gain eight pounds? Did they like, you know what I mean? It's like the weight also has a big deal because some, some girls lose it or gain it more in, than others. And it's mm -hmm. like, it's just, there's so many factors. It's like, it's like the borax trend. One person is like, I took this household cleaner to my mouth and everything got better. And everybody's like, I'm jumping on the borax train. And then some girls are like, I have small boobs. I want bigger ones. All I got to do is eat bee pollen. Great. And then it's like, I don't know. There's just, I saw multiple videos, multiple claims, and on the other side, I mean, of like debunking it and being like, listen, there's no good evidence out there. Um, this is how it possibly could happen. And that's where I got like the deficiency thing, which makes sense to me. But again, you just can't claim that without having the, the, right. the research so, behind it. So speaking of estrogen, I'm going to give you 30 seconds to make fun of me for this one. And then if you say a word, I'm crawling inside of you, taking over your central nervous system and controlling you like a puppet the rest of your life. My estrogen levels are at an all-time high because my wife and my sisters and I have been watching The Bachelorette. Mm. And uh, I really feel at one with my feminine side right now. You know, I'm on the men are trash train. You know, fuck these boys out here. And uh, my tits have never been bigger. So if you are looking for the estrogen boost that I've found in my life, just go watch The Bachelorette with your loved ones. 
that would be a good study is doing like the, the control is just watching bachelorette and then be pollen as the experiment group and then just compare size difference. And I bet you could be the same. We could do an N of one for me. As soon as the uh, season ends, we'll see if these little tatas shrink or not. Let's do it. Um, snoozing. Are you a snoozer? Do you snooze your alarms in the morning? I snooze this morning. Fuck you, man. Let's be real, baby. Let's Fuck be real. you. And let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. I'm going to be straight up fucking honest with you right now. Please Corey. do. So, because I got a bone to pick. I used to be. Uh, okay. Let's just get real meta real quick. Oh, here we fucking go. I am, I am a victim. Okay? Feel bad for me. I am a victim of being... You're a fucking... white man! You're trash! <laughs> You're trash! <laughs> I'm a victim of being fucking brainwashed by things that I see on, on the internet, of people that I respect, and I am tired of fucking being that person. So, like, whenever I see something, I am so obsessed with, like, optimization and being as healthy as I can be and trying to like really get obsessive about learning new things about making myself healthier, that I am a victim of my own demise and, and really believing it and being like, Oh, this has to be true. Even if it may not be true for me, it has to be true because this person said it or this research paper said it. When at the end of the day, as you said before, I am an N of one. And if it works fucking great. And if it doesn't, then I know that it's not for me, right? And so, for instance, I am not a snoozer every day. I will be honest with you. But, like, I used to feel bad if I did it because I was told not to do it because it was bad for my health, even though I would wake up maybe feeling a little bit better that day if I did snooze. So, like, for me, it's a, it's a, it's a in-the-moment decision of, like, if I wake up when my alarm goes off and I'm awake and I feel good, I'm like, I'll get up. And I may snooze, like, twice a week only. Right. And so, and then, and like this morning I woke up and I was like, Oh, I may have, I may have woke up in one of those, that deep sleep cycle. I was a little tired. So I was like, I'm going to get my extra nine minutes. And I woke up, I felt good. So like, if you're going to tell me that that's bad for me, I don't believe yeah. you. Right? Okay. Cause I well, feel I'm going to, I'm going to generalize here and I'm going to say all snoozers are fucking inconsiderate, man. Emily snoozers and boozers. I love you. You're the love of my life. You don't need to snooze five fucking times before you go to work at 5 a.m. My wife snoozes five times as well. And I think and that's, that's, and that's a fact. That's yeah, a fact that, that you don't have to do that. Yep. You know? So I'm just out here thinking if you're in bed with somebody and that person gets to sleep in also, later than you. be married first. Can we say that? Do, do, do not share a bed with someone unless you're married. Thank you. And make sure it's that, that person too. That's right. Um, all I'm trying to say here is if you have someone, a partner, that sleeps next to you, and they get to sleep in later than you, don't be inconsiderate. If you're a five snoozer, snooze once. If you're a two snoozer, don't fucking snooze. Just get up and mm -hmm. deal with it. Mm -hmm. I promise your job's not going to get better based on nine minutes of sleep. Get up and do it. Get it over with. Go in early and get off early. How about that? Boom. Boom. But yeah, that's, that's, how, I, that's how I feel. So I think, hey, if you snooze and you feel like shit, stop snoozing. But we are snoozing now cruise. Oh, now we're talking about pissing out rocks. Yeah. Have you ever had kidney stones? I have never had kidney stones. And I think it's one of those single things that I'm most terrified of. Like I just thinking about having a little fucking pebble coming out of my Peter. Dude, I've like had a that, lot of family members have kidney stones. Oh, I don't know. That thing's, that thing goes through enough torment on a day-to-day -day cycle. I don't need to be, I don't need to be front front shitting anything out. So I think this this article though, like it really was an eye opener for me because I have a lot of my family is is just generally quite unhealthy, and the people that have had kidney stones are really high sugar consumers. So I think it was like okay, this and I've 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 heard people said like soda, but they've kind of misclaimed it as like the other stuff in soda. But after seeing this, it's like eighty eight percent more likely is crazy. So yeah, like, yeah, it just was. Like, so oh, what shit, about okay. these like non-sugar drinks? Because there's the one with the Z that you've always talked to me about. Uh, like, are those Z, good? Yeah. Are those good supplements for those sugary drinks to reduce your risk of literally having a boulder come out of your your cummer? Yeah. So I, I I'm going to speculate. I don't know the answer to that, but I'm going to speculate because basically what I what I found about the reason the kidney stones form is because of the actual sugar molecule itself and the body 
producing or needing more calcium because of the increased blood sugar. And so you don't see that blood sugar spike as much with like a alternative beverage. And so my guess would be no, that it would not. Now I would assume because you still do get a little blood sugar shot whenever you take a, uh, a Zevia or like a sucralose flavored drink with like the zero calorie sweeteners, you still get a little bit of a blood sugar boost, but I believe what I would, what I would guess is that you would need a lot more of those to have the same effect. Whereas again, on a 2000 calorie diet, it's only three Coca-Colas. That's it. So it's like, that's not that crazy. And, um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know the answer for sure, but if I could speculate, I would say that no, it wouldn't have the same effect unless you and drink a lot of them. We've all seen, we've all seen my 600 pound life. We know how much Americans love their diet sodies. And so we know though that that's potentially not helping according to Dr. Dalton Maine. Look after yourself. Intermittent fasting. You're, you're out here saying, tried it. Not for me. Doesn't mean it's not for everybody. What I've heard a lot of compelling arguments about is intermittent fasting and exercising in the morning so that you are, you know, with, if your goal is, um, burning fat or something like that, you're going to go through your fat stores if you haven't recently fed. Right. So what are your thoughts on those who intermittent fast with the goal of wake up, exercise, and then have your meals after? So that's fine if it works for you. I think that both of those things have been shown to maybe not quite be as beneficial as they have been claimed. So the whole uh, fasted cardio realm um, has been, I'm not going to say completely debunked because there are some benefits, but they don't seem to be anywhere near as beneficial as people have claimed, or at least more beneficial than just doing some cardio during the day or at a better time, especially if you don't feel good doing it, right? Like if you, if you wake up and you're just dog shit tired and you haven't eaten and you don't feel great doing cardio or you feel more tired after do your cardio later, you're going to be fine. But I will say if you do like doing your morning workouts fasted, amazing, just make sure you eat like right after, because what you're doing is you're going into the exercise with depleted amino acid levels and low protein in general. And then after you exercise, your body just needs to soak that shit up. So it's even more important that you get your nutrition right after your exercise. Um, but the intermittent fasting thing, I have, a, I could go a full podcast on this and I, so I won't right now, but um, I did it for a long time. And I, again, going back to what I said, just like, I was like, this is what they're saying is good for me. I'm going to do this even if I don't feel great. And I just didn't feel great. I did it for two years, like legit two years. I ate at 10, 10 30 every day, stopped eating at six done. And, um, people claim so much that it's like, these are the benefits of fasting and blah, 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 which is fasting is great, but you're not getting those benefits in 16 hour fasts. Like you need at least 24 hours. What a lot of the studies are showing before you start seeing that autophagy, like the sloughing off of all the, the dead cells and the, the old cells and stuff. So you need more time. It's really not as beneficial. A lot of the times the reason why people lose weight, which I think it's a great method to lose weight because you can eat generally what you want or roughly what you were eating. You're just eating in a smaller window. So you can't eat as much. So you have fewer calories. You're in a calorie deficit, you lose weight. That's I don't know. For me, and a lot of my experience, and I know we've talked about, you know, going through our own stories at some point, but for me, intermittent fasting led to just larger meals, which is not good either. You know, I would intermittent fast, and sometimes I would go no breakfast, no lunch, be working all day, and then I'd come home and I'd ram a twenty eight hundred calorie dinner down well, my throat. That's you know? what I was gonna so ask like, is do you do you know for sure? Did you ever count calories and see if you were the same or more whenever you did that? Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't do any like prolonged testing, but I could just know that. Okay. Okay. But you know, I, I could be getting ready to go to bed and the way I'm feeling is, okay, I still overate on my calories today because I was so fucking starving when I came home. I ate everything in sight and I have no willpower. So maybe, you know, not really for me. I'm more on team unintentional intermittent fasting, AKA just laying in bed too long and then rushing to work and not eating breakfast because I don't have time to. But Intuitive eating, dude. If you're hungry, eat. If you're not, don't eat. I think there you like, go. That is such, such a, a, it sounds insane, but it is. It's simple. Easy. I mean, it really is simple. Yeah. A lot of people, I mean, for me, I know 
I will eat because I'm fucking bored. Yeah. So how about I just go find something to do instead, instead of just running into the pantry and grabbing something to eat. Mm-hmm. So, 100%. Cool. Dalton, what else you got for me today? I think that's it, brother. I love think it. that's it. I think couldn't, uh, I, couldn't be more excited about rounding this out. Me too, man. I'm, I'm tired of talking to you, but I appreciate the compliments <laughs> that you've that you've given me. I'll take that into the rest of my day. Um, please, just keep dishing those out, even if you need to call me once or twice a day, just to boost my ego. You got beautiful um, skin. Well, I've got a real nice glow on the on the uh, the top right of my six forehead, um, but I appreciate that. Maybe that's just the oil. Could be the oil. My uh, I also I spend forty thousand dollars on my acting classes, and I spend. Thirteen thousand five hundred on my skin routine. So um, this is very specific. Well, you know, I, I have the bill every month, so I, I kind of know, kind of know what it is. It's on my, uh, it's on my Apple subscriptions. Oh wow! Okay, very good. Cool. All right, dude. We can round it out. Love you, man. Love Thanks you too, big dog. Episode. And uh, for everybody else out there, be a little kinder to your friends like Corey, who are they're around, you know, um, but they, they do boost your life and, uh, your confidence and just your, your activities of daily living. Whatever I want someone to go out today and do something that scares you. We all have that friend who just doesn't trim their toenails enough. Go and tell them to trim their toenails. All right. Be blunt. Do something that bothers you today. That's right. All right. Peace, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Later. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Before you go, if you enjoyed this episode, we would be so grateful if you could just hop on to Apple or Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, and give us a five-star review. It really helps us out a lot. Also, check out our sponsors and the links provided in the description of the episode for some great discounts on products. If you want some short health tips and news sent to your inbox every week, do me a favor, jump on to healthybirds.org and sign up for our newsletter. If you have any questions, comments, or even complaints about my personality flaws, you can email me directly at dalton at healthybirds.org. We would love to connect with all of you. Until next time, be happy, be healthy.